So before we get started, there is a trigger warning for this episode as we are talking about eating disorders. So if you feel that you're struggling with your relationship with food and you're wanting to seek help, a great place to start is the Butterfly Foundation or with your doctor or an eating disorder specialized health professional. Hello and welcome to the Embody Health Podcast. We're Kira and Meg, your dietitian BFFs. We're here to help you break free of diet culture, become besties with food and find peace with your body. Welcome back to another episode of the Embody Health Podcast. You're here with your dietitians, Kira and Meg, and in today's episode, we're chatting about the Clean Plate Club. So with the Clean Plate Club, signs to know whether you're in it is whether you're feeling quite anxious to finish everything in your plate and every time you eat you always have a mentality that you must finish everything on your plate and you may also experience some anxiety about wasting food as well yeah in terms of where this has originated so for a lot of us and I know a lot of my clients have had the same thing um, we may have had the analogy while growing up that children in Africa are starving so you should eat everything on your plate or some variation of that. I know that I had this growing up. My family is South African, so I don't know if that's cultural or um, has anything to, anything to do with it. And I know my mum listens to the podcast. Hey, mum. <laughs> but essentially, the Clean Plate Club actually originated as a propaganda campaign during World War One, So historically, it was really helpful to try and reduce food waste because there were food shortages. So we can see how in the past, you know, trying not to waste food was really, really important. However, in our modern, more modern day environment, we do have an abundance of food. Mm. And I think that the, one of the biggest things with the Clean Plate Club or that mentality of you need to eat everything on your plate I would say the majority of the time it comes from upbringing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something that people do because that's how, how they were brought up. And if you think about it, you know, it wasn't that many generations ago that we were in war um, and there wasn't that much food around. And if you think about that being imprinted on our grandparents, potentially from a young age, we don't want to blame them no. in, in saying that that's kind of created these issues in our generations but we can have a look and go okay that's where it came from Mm -hmm. because for them you know they probably still are like that today um, and those behaviors are quite difficult to change when that's kind of how you've been brought up and especially in those areas of wars and famine yeah absolutely while it's really common and many of us had it had growing up it's not anyone's parents fault Mm -hmm. that's just that's just all they knew Mm-hmm. Um, but these days we do approach things a little bit differently. And we're in a completely different food environment. Like Meg said, there is an abundance of food these days for majority of people. Um, obviously, that's not the case for everyone, depending on socioeconomic status, food availability and whatnot. Um, but yeah, we're in a very different environment these days. So in terms of kind of a couple of reasons of why it's the Clean Plate Club is unhelpful in more modern times. Um, So there's kind of three main reasons why it isn't very helpful for children growing up. So the first reason it forces children to not listen to their body's own hunger and fullness cues. And we know that children especially 
primarily just because they haven't been you know pushed into diet culture as long as us as adults they're very very good at listening to their own hunger and fullness cues you know they'll pretty much tell you when they're hungry and they'll tell you when they're full as well the second the second thing it can also um create this association with meal times and overeating as well so that kind of every time we we eat we need to eat past the feeling of fullness as well and the third reason is it can make meal times more stressful and miserable um since we kind of want enjoys at no, the favorite table no mm. like i was quite you know as we're putting in our own personal anecdotes here <laughs> like my mom was she south african as well and she actually didn't do that she never kind of forced us to eat which i'm really really thankful for my dad was opposite and i just literally remember like i don't like fish and even when i ate fish as a kid i didn't like fish i just have this such strong memory when i was a child of sitting down and being forced to eat this fish and not leave the table until i eat that fish and if you think about that like it's really interesting because that's such a strong memory in my head because it was so traumatic in a way um and again like that was just one instance that i remember i'm sure there was a few others but if that's something that you grow grow are grown up with or you grow up with it's going to mean that there is a lot of those really difficult memories relating to eating probably inside us yeah absolutely and again to reiterate to reiterate we don't blame our parents it's, mm. it's all they knew is how they grew up mm. but we can do things differently now mm. so in terms of um how it shows up for adults so kia's just shouted a bit about what can happen in childhood as adults if we have that happen or like through dieting and, and other things that, that might occur, we can lose touch with our hunger and fullness cues and it can show up as maybe overeating or feeling like you really have to finish meals really quickly um, or a lot of guilt and shame if you leave food on your plate. Mm-hmm. So how do you quit the clean plate club, Kia? We're going to chat about a couple of ways that you can try break that clean plate club mentality for both kids and adults. So firstly, chatting about kids. Um, one thing is to allow them to respect their own hunger and fullness cues. So one principle that I really, really recommend parents do not again, again, it doesn't work with all parents and families, but it's something that I chat to a lot of my um, families about. And I practice with Skylar as much as much as I can is something called the division of responsibility in feeding um, which is the Ellen Satter approach and this divides the roles of eating up between the parent and the child so as the child the child is responsible for how much they eat and whether or not they eat and then the adult is responsible for when the food is provided so like breakfast lunch dinner um, what food is provided so whatever you're having for dinner um, and that's all and so that essentially allows the child to trust their intuitive hunger and fullness cues rather than kind of sitting them down and be like you have to eat everything on your plate or you can only get x food um, if you eat y food for example Um, so a common question with that is like you know what if my child doesn't want to eat and we have to respect the fact that you know, children might not want to eat at that time, even if it is a family time. Um, and we generally say that, you know, no child is going to go starving if they just miss one meal. Um, but you can still have rules around eating habits as a family and kind of encouraging them to sit at the table, recommending they sit at the table and just kind of having good manners with the rest of the family and engaging in family discussions. 
Yeah. And when it comes to adults trying to quit the clean plate club, try saying that <laughs> 10 times in a row. Clean plate club. So one of the first things to have a little, a bit of a think about is tuning in and listening to your body cues and focusing on really trying to respect those as much as possible. So this might look like practicing noticing when you are comfortably full and satisfied as opposed to feeling overstuffed or having some abdominal discomfort or pain. That's a sign that's probably gone too far. So you may like to keep a bit of a food journal and keep track of how you go with hunger and fullness but you can start to notice patterns as well especially if there's certain times of the day where you might tend to eat past fullness but essentially it starts to break that rule that you have to finish everything that's on your plate um another thing to try especially if you are worried about food waste is just simply serving smaller portions to start off with and going back for more rather than having to scrape leftover food into the bin if it gets left on your plate. So that's a strategy. Um, otherwise, covering it with a in a container and putting it in the fridge and coming back to it later, if it's the type of food where you can do that and it will still taste fine. Mm, yeah, like lots of food works really well as leftovers, you know, and then that kind of means that you're not necessarily wasting the food at all. You're just having it for a different meal. Yep, absolutely. And um, if you don't ever want to throw any of your food in the bin you could invest in something like a composting bin as well um very environmentally friendly you can't say no how to make one of those no you can get like tabletop composting bins as well so ones that you can just keep on the counter and they're odor free um so even if you live in a small apartment um you know and don't have a you know, big area for a composting bin in your backyard. You can still do composting that way. Otherwise, I know there is a lot of community gardens as well that, um, you know, allow you to take your compost to. Um, I know, for example, like in Brisbane, there's a, in Windsor, there's the Northeast Street Markets where you can go and take your compost there. Yep, that's great. And something else to have a bit of a think about while you're doing going through this process of quitting the, the clean plate club is noticing if you are having guilt about it, um, validating it saying, I understand where this, is, where this is coming from. And we also want to reframe at the same time, just to reduce that feeling of guilt that we're having around not finishing everything on the plate. So an example of a reframe that you could use is I am surrounded by an abundance of food. I'm not going to run out. And it's okay to leave some food on my plate if I'm full. And another recommendation that I want to add for this is if you have noticed that, say, for example, you're practicing that um, hunger and fullness awareness and you're noticing, say, for dinner every night, you're always over full. Um, and, you know, maybe that's the place that you want to start with kind of working on reducing that clean plate club mentality it might actually be quite a big deal to go, okay, say if you're listening to your hunger and fullness and you're like, oh, I'm actually full after halfway halfway doing the meal, leaving the other half of the meal, you might not even be ready for doing that whole half of the meal. You might actually just start off with a bite and mm. leaving a bite behind and then kind of increasing that and increasing that based on kind of how you truly feel with your hunger and fullness levels. Yep, great strategy. You can try a graded approach and do that gradually because it can be really difficult to challenge it. Mm, exactly. Well, I hope you've enjoyed the episode chatting all about are you in the clean plate, 
Clean Plate Club. <laughs> Clean Plate Club. We knew Clean we were going to do it. <laughs> Clean Plate Club. Um, if you feel like this is something that relates to you and you want to chat about it more, definitely reach out to us um, via DMs on Instagram at Embody Health, um, at Embody Health on TikTok as well. We'd love to hear from you. We love actually, we've had a few messages so far from our listeners and it just, oh, it's just so nice to hear um, the impact um, that our potty is making so heartwarming um, so heartwarming um and don't forget to tune into our next episode next week dropping on monday and if you want to join the community join us on tiktok instagram and you can also join our mailing list at www.embodyhealth.com to stay up to date with the latest episodes thanks we'll for being here we'll see you next week bye